Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So you know the drill here. Now, typically, when the Athletics and Tampa Bay Rays play a baseball game, and it happens during the regular season, it does not get mentioned. 
Uh, it does not get mentioned on our show. But when they get together in the American League wildcard game, ta-da! Uh, yeah, it's our lead story. And I don't know if you watched it or not. I'm a, I like baseball. I love playoff baseball in particular. It's wonderful. The excitement, a wild card game, game seven, but it's only one game and and all that. But uh, no no competition. Our game was, was unspectacular. The A's were unremarkable. And the Tampa Bay Rays, of all the teams, Tampa Bay, overwhelming. Oakland, 5-1. to one. They scored early and often with a long ball. Never trailed. Of course, when you jump out to a 4-0 lead and you win the game 5-1, to one, it's hard to trail uh, in the game. And someone named Yandy Diaz. Who? Yandy Diaz played... Mr. October there, he was the hero, just like Juan Soto was. The Never heard of him. Previous day for the Nationals. But Yandy Diaz, who led the game off with a homer, and I love this note, Jason Stark, the great baseball writer, he's at the Athletic now, uh, and I love that guy, he's great. And Jason Stark pointed out that he is likely the first player in baseball history that had gone hitless since July 22nd and hit two home runs in a, in a playoff game. Now, how did he go hitless? since July 22nd, and end up in a playoff roster. Well, he was hurt. He only played one regular season game. I believe he got like three or four at-bats. That's it. Uh, The rest of the year, he came back. I think he only played in one game. And then he goes out and hits a dinger to lead off there, right at the start of the game there, and then in the third inning. Uh, So an unlikely, unlikely hero. And Charlie Morton. Like Morton Salt, this guy uh, who was, you talk about doing a tightrope walk, and, and he, he went five innings. It was a high-wire act circus. Five hits, four walks, nine base runners, but only a measly unearned run. That's it. And somehow Morton, here's another bizarro world thing. Charlie Morton, of all people, the first pitcher in big league history to win his first three winner-take-all elimination games. I mean, how does that happen? He's, I mean, he's, he's okay, uh, but uh, he's been very fortunate, and it was certainly fortunate here that the Tampa Bay Rays did the monster mash because not only did Yandy Diaz hit a couple of home runs, but Avisel Garcia had a two-run homer. Tommy Pham. Of all pe- I don't Tommy Pham, I guess he's a baseball player. He had a solo home run as well. And, and a couple of tape measure blasts. And so that's uh, how it all turned out. And the Oakland Athletics do what they do uh, in the postseason here. The old face plant. Uh, they gone. Yeah. So let's discuss the question. Uh, do the Rays have a shot? There's a couple of questions here. Do the Rays have a shot against the Astros in the American League Divisional Series? And what the hell is happening to the Oakland Athletics, who somehow put together a team that is good enough to win 90, 95, 100 games around that area, and yet in the playoffs, uh, they they just cannot perform. Garbage. And and the roster is turned over. So my takeaways on all this, you've got the bandwagoner, Frankenstein's lab, and spit and cork. Uh, Those three things. All right, we will tie all this together. Now, A, the uh, Oakland A's, Sean Manaya, 
on the mound there. He uh, drowned. Who? <laughs> he drowned. The starting pitcher for the Athletics. You could literally watch him disintegrate. Uh, in, in real time, this guy had been apparently lights out, I and mean, they had some of the numbers on the on the TV broadcast, and it was lights out down the stretch. And uh, on this night, he needed uh, adult diapers uh, because uh, he absolutely uh, he pooped the bed there in a uh, big way. And he not only was a pitcher, he was horrible, uh, just an embarrassment on the man. I'm, I'm guessing that's not what he was expecting when he was told he was going to start that game. I think Poop he. Fest likely envisioned a different outcome, uh, a different outcome. But if he was a short order cook, uh, he would be the guy serving up taters uh, because that's that's what he did, right? You know, dial nine, go for a ball, whatever uh, phrase you want to use to describe a, a home run. Uh, Manaya gave up three home runs against 109 batters during the regular season. He'd been hurt. He faced 10 batters and allowed three home runs. <laughs> in the playoffs. Uh, and, and and every time I see a stat like that, I am reminded of uh, my uh, colleague uh, who you know, works at Fox, uh, on Fox Sports Television. We used to have him on the radio when I did the, the Blitz on the weekends, Dick Stockton. And I love Dick Stockton because he's been doing this forever. My entire life, Dick Stockton has been calling sports. Uh, it's nostalgia. I, I, I see Dick Stockton on TV, and I flash back to when I was a kid watching uh, Dick Stockton call a game. But we had Stockton on the radio one time. He told the story about you know he was doing a, just a dog food uh, NFL game. Just, boy, was it terrible. Uh, and and he's, he's on to preview the game, and so he's got to pump the game up. And so then, you know, I, I, I like to call uh, bull manure when I see it and hear it. And so I could tell he was just, you know, giving me the runaround or whatever, trying to tell people to watch the game. And so I, I said, you know, I, I gave him some stat about how terrible, I think it was the, the Buccaneers. And I said, boy, they're terrible. Look at this stat, Dick. And Dick, Dick Stockton said to me, it's something I have used, I've stolen from Dick Stockton. He said, Ben... Stats tell you what has happened. They don't tell you what's going to happen. Uh, and sure enough, it happens all the time, right? You, and this one of the problems with gambling, and I love gambling on sports, but you can look at all the data and all the numbers. Same thing with analytics, right? You, the, the analytics will tell you one thing, but the human element, you cannot factor in the human element. And certain guys will overachieve and there'll be outliers and things like that. Uh, but anyway, I mean, listen, M- Manaya was terrible. Uh, I had no skin in the game here, uh, but it was a stomach-turning performance. I was hoping for a close game. I, I-, I liked the-, we- the Nationals came back against the, the crew uh, the night before, so I thought, well, maybe the A's will come back. Nah, they were lifeless. Uh, that was a vintage by Manaya, you Darvish type. I-, I thought I was watching Game 7. Of the 2017 World Series, which and my guy Matt, the Warrior A's Raider fan, who's probably not listening now because he's in mourning. He's in the nine days of mourning for his baseball team. But uh, it, it is appropriate because that was a you Darvish like effort by the A's pitcher. And Charlie Morton actually pitched four innings in game seven at Dodger Stadium back in 2017. So it's must be the Morton factor. Uh, Morton went. Well, how many innings? He went to two innings, four hits, three of them home runs, four earned runs. That's an ERA of 18, otherwise known as puke. Uh, and pitching like that, 
uh, what's the old line? You, you couldn't beat the Sisters of Mercy pitching like that. Uh, that's how bad it, I mean, the, the A's should hope that Sean Manaya goes to the Cubs because that's what the Dodgers – I mean, the, uh, Dodger fans aren't that upset because Darvish sucks and he's on the Cubs, uh, and that's good. So maybe they can like trade him. I don't know his contract situation, Sean Manaya, get him out of there. Meanwhile, Bandwagner – in homage to our friend Blair, who doesn't call much anymore, but the reigning caller of the year. How about the bandwagon effect? I, I thought it was a throwback to like 1988 or something like that, watching an A's playoff game and the, the stadium's packed. 50,000 plus? Are you kidding me? What an effing joke. I mean, the A's have a very small, I, I will give them a tip of the headphones here, a very passionate fan base, but it's small. It's minuscule. It's minuscule. They were 24th in attendance in baseball. They they averaged barely 20,000 fans per game, and there they were. Stadium jam-packed. They pulled out those really good-looking green jerseys. They had those on. MC Hammer was there, and and, uh, they were were essentially all dressed up with nowhere to go. (laughs) And all these fans had their brand new A's hats and their shirts they had just gotten at the store, and they were all decked out in their green and gold and ready to go. And uh, then the team played like they were wearing rags. Uh, And uh, all of a sudden, playoffs, they sell out the joint. And uh, we we pointed out that that people in the Bay Area here are going to get whiplash as they run to the store to return all that stuff now that the – the uh, A's have been eliminated. A band Wagner. That is correct. Oakland now, in the Billy Bean era, has a nine-game losing streak in winner-take-all games. Somewhere Marvin Lewis is laughing. Somewhere Marvin Lewis is like, hey, hey I wasn't that bad. Come on. And here's the conundrum. And I would advise you, you know, some people say, well, they got to do something different. It's not working. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, the the Bengals said they had to do something different. You think they'd rather have Marvin Lewis right now or that punk Zach Taylor as their coach? He doesn't know what he's doing. He's drowning every week as coach of the Bengals. Team's not prepared. He's a bad coach, it appears, in over his head. Uh, Marvin Lewis, say what you want about him. He was in over his head in the playoffs, but he had good regular season teams that fought that were pretty well coached. And so that's the argument. The, the A's could blow out Billy Bean or something like that I mean, in the playoffs every year on a shoestring budget. But what does it really accomplish? How about this? Since 2000, the A's have had 16 potential closeout games, and they are now 1-15 in, in those uh, those games. The lone win was the 06 American League Divisional Series against Minnesota. Oh! I mean, that, that is so bad it's good. That is impressive futility by an entire organization. I mean, think about 20 years ago, 2000, which is essentially 20 years ago. Those guys are all out of baseball, everyone from that era of the A's, and they're still continuing on and on and on. All right, here, let's hear from the key participants, uh, Mr. Melvin there, the skipper of the Oakland Athletics, uh, pointing out that uh, the A's, they had one big problem. They pitched really well. You know, we got eight singles. Couldn't do much with it with runners in scoring position. And they, they did more damage on their hits than we did ours. So I really don't feel like, I don't think anybody came into the game thinking about, you know, what we did offensively the last week of the season. We just uh, couldn't string anything together. So essentially it was the Jank 
dunk passing attack that we see in the NFL a lot, but it doesn't work in baseball. doesn't work in modern baseball. Uh, here's more from uh, Bob Melvin talking about the uh, F word, the F word for the A's. It's frustrating. It's very sudden. You know, baseball, usually you have a series to kind of, you know, have a tomorrow and, and, and come back and win a game. And we've been really good this year about having a tough game and coming back and responding. There's no responding in a game like this. It can be a difficult game. It's a little, little you know, out of the norm for baseball, but it is what it is. Both teams oh, battled to get is. to this yeah. point. Oh, knew it would be one and out. Yeah. Yeah. They just played better than we did. So he just at the end there, he's like, i got to give me about uh, eight more seconds, so I'm just going to throw in four cliches at the end there, and I'll close this soundbite out. <laughs> How about Sean Manaya, the pitcher? Sean, you got to be proud of yourself. I mean, that was a hell of a performance. I mean, you just handed that game on a silver platter to the Rays. Everybody worked so hard to get here, and, and um, you know, everybody, everyone trusted me to go out there and do do my job right, and you know, failed at that, so... Yeah, all, all that work, uh, I think, means, means nothing. All right, uh, Matt Chapman, this must have been um, weird for you, uh, the third baseman of the athletics there, because, I mean, there were fans in the crowd. What do you have to say here? This was embarrassing. There are actually people there to watch. Would you have played better if no one was there? Today we didn't really give them anything to cheer about, and, you know, I'm sorry to our fans that we let them down. And, That's right. You know, we let each other down. We win as a team and lose as a team, you know, I'd have Sean go run back out there and do it all over again. You know, it's nobody's fault. It's just, you know, we needed to play better as a team, and, you know, we got to learn from it and grow. I will push back that it's no one's fault. Uh, I disagree on that. Uh, it is someone's fault, and there is responsibility. There's culpability, and Sean Manaya's got to own it. The A's offense has to own it. Eight measly singles. And what are you doing? You can't win a game like that in the playoffs. Come on. When the other team's hitting home runs. You know, it's like, yeah, all right, you you have a howitzer and I have a uh, butter knife. I mean, that's a sen- the A's had a butter knife. And you need a butter knife when you're, you know, using butter, but that's it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER We're going to talk about the Dodgers in a sec, but first, the American League wildcard game and the Oakland Athletics are like a basketball because they keep getting bounced out of the playoffs right away. Uh, they are gone. See you out of here. Uh, and again, a uh, fine regular season. The A's overachieving, and they continue to go belly up when the playoffs come around, and it was a bunch of nondescript, well, anybody on Tampa Bay is nondescript, unknowns that did in the Oakland Athletics and the A's had just a bunch of singles. That's it. They didn't have any home runs and they only scored one unearned run. And so the A's are out of the postseason just like that. Lickety split. Uh, They are out and Tampa Bay now goes into the slaughterhouse to take on the Houston Astros in the American League uh, Divisional Series. So uh, we'll certainly talk about that. And there's people... Debating what should you do with Billy Bean? Uh, Billy Billy Bean's not going anywhere. Uh, he's fine, and uh, they're okay with this. And nor should Billy Bean be in any any kind of trouble. Uh, it, it would be one thing if the A's ownership said, "We're going to give you a ton of money, and we want you to compete with the big market." You know, because they aren't a big market, but you, we want you to compete with the other big money teams. The, the A's ownership isn't doing that. The A's ownership's like, all right. We're not going to be the, the lowest payroll, but we'll be close to it. We'll be right there at the bottom and uh, win games. And Billy Bean has been able to do that. And I do believe, to in the in some defense of the athletics, having watched the Dodgers gag uh, year after year the last seven years they've been in the playoffs and not winning the World Series and losing in the World Series a couple times, it is a crapshoot. Right, it, it, the postseason in baseball is a very random occurrence. It's not like basketball where if you have the top team, you're going to win. Now, last year the Red Sox were the top team. They happened to win the World Series. 
but the Astros weren't the top team the year before. The Dodgers were the top team, and they tied uh, in that 2017 World Series at 34-34. Uh, in that, in that, that's for Chris in Houston. Uh, that's just for that. Uh, but let's move on. Speaking of the Dodgers, all right. So with the the wild card game done, uh, both games, National League and American League, we will now turn our attention to the divisional round. Now, I could have waxed poetic about the St. Louis Cardinals and the Atlanta Braves, but I'm not doing that. Uh, I'm not doing that because uh, the, the Dodgers, they're making some news. What did they do? Uh, Walker Bueller. Bueller! Bueller! Yeah. Uh, Bueller's day off. He better not be his day off. He will start game one of the NLDS on Thursday night against the Washington Nationals. Now, this is a mild surprise to some. Uh, it was believed that Bueller would not start this game, that he would get the, the opportunity in Game 2, and the Dodgers were either going to go with Hyunjin Ryu or Clayton Kershaw. But instead, it'll be Walker Bueller, their top uh, right-handed starting pitcher. Everyone else seems to be left-handed for the Dodgers. And uh, Bueller, the right-hander, against Patrick Corbin. So that'll be the matchup. First game uh, against the Washington Baseball Club. And uh, very secretive and paranoid, the Dodgers manager, Dave Roberts, is. Uh, didn't want to announce the rest of the rotation. Wouldn't announce the lineup. Uh, very paranoid. Of course, if you had lost the last two World Series the way that, well, they tied one, lost one, you would also be paranoid. But uh, I digress. All right, so let's discuss the question. Now, some, this is what I want to get into, because some people are like, well, uh, Clay, Clayton Kershaw should be upset. Uh, he, you know, this should have been him. You know, he, He's the Cy Young guy. He's the Hall of Famer. Bueller's not a Hall of Famer. So should Clayton Kershaw and Hyun Jin Ryu, who's got to be the favorite to win the National League Cy Young Award because he pitched on a good team and had led the, the league in ERA, yeah, Hyunjin Ryu and Kershaw, should they be offended by this perceived disrespect? Now, the answer is N to the O. Uh, my observation is you've got indictment, ham and egger, and nuisance. And we will combine all these things together. Now, number one. Number one. Uh, this is the right call. Now, I am pleasantly surprised. We had talked about this a couple weeks ago, me and my Dodger consultant, Roberto, uh, and we discussed this situation, and I was concerned. I know that last year the Dodgers did the right thing, and I thought they might go back to Kershaw here because typically in baseball, I know it's changed a little bit recently, but there's there's a certain totem pole, and if you're high on the totem pole, you get the opportunity even if you don't necessarily, in the moment, deserve it. And it works a lot of, in a lot of jobs. If you have seniority, you get more good stuff. Uh, and, and Kershaw is beloved by the Dodger ownership and all that and, and whatnot. But the big data boys who run the Dodger front office there, they are going by the analytics. Walker Bueller is front and center, and he's going to tow the rubber. At Chavez Ravine, he is the modern-day nasty boy, uh, is what he is, the stallion of the uh, the Dodger rotation there. And uh, you know, rather than me talk more about this, let's hear from the horse's mouth, Walker Bueller. Uh, here is Bueller, and he was asked, you, you got to hear his answer. He was asked, what does it mean to pitch game one of the playoffs? 
obviously kind of a you know an honor and, and something along those lines. But um, you know, around here, I don't know if if one, two, or three really matters. It's it's more about pitching for this team in the playoffs, and um, I think the order is a little bit less significant than than people want to make it out to be. And and I'm just excited to to get the pitch. Can we play the beginning of that again? Listen, listen to Bueller. Like uh, I'm supposed to say this or something along those lines. Like he he's trying to go through the cliche in his head at the beginning. Obviously, kind of a you know an honor and, and something along those lines. But something along those lines. All right, then. So later on, he he met for about ten minutes with the media, a little less than that. But Walker Bueller was asked uh, if he was excited. That he got the nod, he got the ringing endorsement over a future Hall of Famer in Clayton Kershaw and a Cy Young candidate in Hyun Jin Ryu. Here's what Bueller said about that. You know, I, I think those kind of conversations need to need to stay within our clubhouse. Why? Um, you know, I, again, it's, it's an honor for me to to even pitch in the playoffs. So um, the order is kind of insignificant. And no, it's not. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to playing. You know, I don't think that. Uh, no offense, I think those are those are things that need to be kept in house and, and those are conversations that we have as a team. Why can't you just say, "Listen, I was so excited, it was orgasmic. I, I I beat out Kershaw and Ryu. They like me more than those guys. It's a popularity contest. I am the sexiest person at the bar. Uh, that is what I am." So anyway, listen, it's it's the right call. The Dodgers, in his thirty starts, had a twenty and ten record. Final ten starts. Walker Buehler had 78 strikeouts in 60 innings uh, of, of pitching there and an ERA of three. And he was dominant at times. Now, he had a terrible start against the Atlanta Braves in the Divisional Series last year. He just vomited. He looked like that Manaya guy for the A's. He was so bad. Uh, and he gave up, uh, what, a grand slam, if I remember correctly, in that game against Atlanta. But but anyway, listen, he, he pitched very well against the Brew Crew, and he was the the shining light in the World Series against the Red Sox. Seven innings of wonderful baseball, only to have the bullpen deliver Drek uh, and and blow it yet again. But that's what they do. That's what they do. And plus, Bueller, Bueller, uh, almost a run better at Dodger Stadium than he was on the road. So some home cooking there. And it was telling that Dave Roberts, Dodger skipper, admitted the reason he chose Walker Buehler was not only about game one, but also about another game. Uh, we just felt that uh, with Walker getting an opportunity to pitch the first game, also potentially a game five, uh, gives us the best chance to win, you know, and regardless of the opponent. Wow! So that's like, not only is Bueller the number one starter, and he's also going to start the last game if it does go to a five-game situation, if the Nationals win a couple of games and it goes to a game five, they will come back with Walker Bueller. You know what that is? An indictment of Clayton Kershaw is what that is. He didn't say, I want to save Kershaw because just in case we have a game five. No, he's like, no, I'm starting this guy, Bueller, because if it gets to a deciding game, I want that guy on the mound. And that's the way it should be. Listen, the second thing here, Clayton Kershaw does not have a legitimate case to be annoyed. He has proven time and again not to be a big game pitcher. Now, I like Kershaw, and I'll be pulling for him in the playoffs, but I'm at my wit's end with this guy, and I'm tired of this, and he'll pitch well in a couple of early rounds of the playoffs, and then 
They'll get to the World Series, and he will proceed to walk around the field with die, die, diarrhea, uh, and it's it's a nightmare. And, and so it, it must be pointed. I think most people that follow baseball know that there is a regular season vintage of Clayton Kershaw. Uh, it's it's like the wine in wine terms. It's like you know the, the older bottle of wine is more valuable, and then in the postseason. Clayton Hershaw is the bottle of wine that was just packaged. Uh, not not that valuable. He's a ham and egger. You know, if you want to save money, you can buy stuff that is generic brand. I actually uh, often do this, the generic brand. Kirkland is a generic brand, uh, and I love it. But it's it's more fun to buy the stuff that you've heard of that spends all the money on advertising and all that. Right? It's more fun to do that. But Kershaw is generic brand. Uh, he has bogged down the Dodgers in the World Series the last two years. Disgusting. Uh, no intimidation at all when you go against Kershaw in the playoffs. Uh, he is the definition of a choking dog. Arf, 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 arf. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, listen. So he started game one of the NLDS from 2013 to 2017. Last year, the Dodgers said, we'll put Ryu out there. And now it's Bueller. Now that said, in order for the Dodgers to win the championship, win the World Series, Clayton Kershaw has got to carry the water up the mountain. And if he doesn't, it doesn't matter how good Bueller is and how good Ryu is, they're going to lose. You know it. I know it. Every man, woman, and child knows that is the case. So he is an integral part of what the Dodgers are trying to do in the postseason. But if I'm Dave Roberts and I'm Andrew Friedman, I would start Kershaw in game three. I wouldn't even start him in game two. I'd start Bueller in one, which they're going to do, and then Ryu in game two, the Friday night game, and then Kershaw can pitch the third game, which I think is Sunday in uh, in Washington. So that's what I would Now the final point here. So the, the Dodgers are going against Patrick Corbin. Patrick Corbin, who they faced a lot. Uh, here's Dave Roberts pointing out what the strategy is against Corbin. Back at the starts, we've got more familiarity with uh, with Corbin uh, coming out of the, out of Arizona, and it's just he's fastball slider, and that's to the lefty to the righty. And um, if we can keep him in the strike zone, it increases our opportunities. But if we're chasing below the zone, then it's going to be a long day for us. Oh, okay. So don't cha- you can say that about any pitcher, though, right? If you're chasing, you're you're going to have a bad day of offense. Now the final point. So Walker, uh, this is the second final point. So you have Walker, Bueller, and Ryu. It should be game one and game two, as we said. Uh, Ryu was just marvelous. Led the league in ERA this year, and at Chavez Ravine, he was ten and one in the home whites with an ERA of one point nine three. At Dodger Stadium, that you know what that is? Artwork is what that. That's the Mona Lisa uh, of a home season for Hyunjin Ryu. And uh, here's a guy. You know, we, we every time Dak Prescott has a big start, they say, "Oh my God, he made a lot of money." And every time he has a bad start, I say, "Didn't make a lot of money. He lost a lot of money." Well, Ryu signed the qualifying offer. He is a free agent after the World Series. So uh, this guy goes out in the playoffs and is. Madison Bumgarner-like, he's going to get extra money. And, you know, it's a double-edged sword because if he comes out and it doesn't go well, 
and it's public urination, uh, then all of a sudden uh, the people will question whether or not uh, they should they should pay him. But uh, I got a, a guy emailed me said you should be worried about the Nationals. Uh, I'm not. Uh, some of you are trying to get my blood boiling. Uh, it's not going to work. Uh, I, I I talked about the Nationals last night, but if you weren't listening, they, they are a scrappy team. Uh, these aren't your Bryce Harper Nationals, and they have players that are a nuisance. But let's not embellish how good the Washington Nationals are. They're not in the same league, talent-wise, as the Dodgers from top to bottom. And the bullpen, the Washington bullpen is so bad. How bad is it? Thanks for asking. It's so bad that it makes the Dodgers look like a dominant bullpen. That's hard to do. That is, they were 28th in baseball in ERA, the Nationals' bullpen, uh, in, in, according to Fangraphs, the second half of the season. They traded players. Listen, there's three guys. If the Dodgers can take care of Anthony Rendon, Juan Soto, and Trey Turner, the Nationals have no chance of winning. Uh, even a game. Even a game uh, in this round. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, Coop Dalu. Ben, it's being reported that former Cardinals manager Mike Matheny is the favorite to take over as Royals manager. Yeah. Now, this has a lot of Royals fans upset on social media. Yeah. Ben, do they have a right to be upset? Well, I, I saw this. I, I found it. Uh, I, I find it hilarious, right? It, it's garbage in, garbage out. Uh, and. The, the Royals, I understand, A, they're not going to be a contender this year or the next couple of years. So I said, I told my friend Bob Fesco, who does the morning show in Kansas City on 610 Sports, I said, hey, why don't they just have a raffle and, and have a season ticket holder manage the team next year? Because, you know, make it like a dream job type deal because they're not really trying to win. Right, so it's not like Mike Matheny is going to throw a monkey wrench into the plans of the Royals winning the World Series. So it's not that. But the the other thing here, the reason this hire is a stretch is because what was Mike Matheny's reputation in St. Louis? He was not a guy that liked to manage young ball players, and young players on the Cardinals did not blossom uh, very often with Mike Matheny and his guidance. He was battling, sparring with some of the young players there publicly and privately. Uh, So that would seem a massive disconnect and a huge obstacle if you manage the Royals because my entire life, any name brand free agent avoids Kansas City like the bubonic plague. All right, next. Now TMZ caught up with former major leaguer Sean Casey on Tuesday, and he told them that Joe Madden should have a statue outside Wrigley Field. Now, Ben, I, I know that you wouldn't be for that. You hate statues. Yeah. Uh, but do you think it will happen? Uh, well, number one, I love Joe Madden. Uh, he's a sweet spirit. I was around him years ago with the Angels when he was um, coaching with them. A wonderful guy. Uh, and this would be ridiculous to give him a statue. It would absolutely be ridiculous. The World Series was wonderful. And I believe Joe Madden should have a job as long as Joe Madden wants because of that 2016 World Series. Uh, But he was in Chicago for a cup of coffee. The guy managed the Cubs for, what, four four seasons, I believe? He was gone, uh, lickety-split, just like that. And and number two, uh, I have been to Wrigley before. They have four statues. If you ever go to Wrigley Field, they have four statues outside Wrigley Field. They've got, I think the first one was Harry Carey. Uh, There's an Ernie Banks statue. There's a Billy Williams statue. And there's also a Ron Santo statue statue all those guys spent at least a decade and and i think all of them were 15 years or more with the cubs and joe madden was there for four years so uh he should not 
I believe he will not get a, a statue that calmer heads will prevail. All right, next. Russell Wilson was speaking with reporters this week when he said that he believes Will Disley will be a star in this league for a long time. Now, Ben, the other day we had a, a caller who didn't even know who he was during Coach Player Entertainer. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Uh, so Russell Wilson's just blowing smoke, right? Yeah, I mean, I think first of all, you know, seldom do you become a star playing for the Seahawks. Uh, it has only happened sporadically over the years. Russell Wilson's a star because of the Super Bowl. Richard Sherman, Marshawn Lynch, uh, former Seahawks. But the odds are against Will Disley becoming a star playing in Seattle. And secondly, you know, Will Disley is statistically off to a Gronk-like start. He has been wonderful to start this particular uh, season. He's been a different difference maker. The Seahawks receivers haven't been all that good. He is really the centerpiece for a lot of what Russell Wilson is doing these days. But for him to become a star, the Seahawks have to be really good. they got to be in the playoffs. they got to win some playoff games, make some noise in the playoffs, and then he can knock on the door. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree providing my own sound effects. How did we do? Ben, Joe Madden will get a statue, but it'll be outside Angel Stadium when he leads them to five straight World Series wins. Yeah! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's now time for... And away we go. It is Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. Brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you treat you. And here's Kupalu. All right, Ben. uh, Yes. We're going to start with a question for you. Goody. This is from Glenn on Facebook. Hi, Glenn. And uh, I'm assuming it's it's for you just because he didn't didn't specify. All right. Uh, Do you think it's cool to have relations with a good friend's ex-woman? Uh... Shouldn't this be a question for you, Coop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to say that on the air. Uh, no, listen, here's the way I'll answer that. Um, if you don't care about the friend, uh, and you know, then yeah, exactly, then you're fine. But you, you know, it's just human nature. The the other person is going to be bothered by it. even if they're not with the person anymore. It's like they're going to be troubled by it, and uh, so that's the way I would answer that. But And for the record, it was more than just relations. We've now been in a relationship (laughs) for over a year. It's all right. Does that justify it? Isn't that even kind of worse? No. Wow. I don't yeah, think it's going to live happily ever after. Uh, I mean, they were, uh, you know. Right. All right. Are Is you, he happy for you? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you got the left brain and the right brain. He, he still comes to my house to play poker. Oh, so. Okay. All, all right. right. All right. Well, and you, well, there's a joke there, but we'll leave it alone. All right, next. <laughs> okay, um, this is this is a probably with lame jokes tomorrow. <laughs> this is a random. Every one. night's lame jokes. <laughs> I, I, gargled, I gargled on the air. Early. I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a random one from Rob in Minnesota. Hi, Rob. This is for everybody. All right. Uh, if you had the chance to spend three months on the space station, would you do it? All right. So I'm guaranteed to come back alive, and I will not die. Ah. Uh, that's a long time, actually, three months to be in, in space and you're 
the insides of your body move around. I've been uh, reading online some stories about astronauts, what happens. Uh, yeah, I would do it. I mean, I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, I mean, you know, there's only a handful of people compared to, you know, it's been, what, 8 billion people all time that have lived on the planet or something like that, and only a few have been to outer space. Uh, of course, according to Kyrie Irving, no one's been to outer space. What, what about you there, Eddie? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I know it would be an amazing experience, and I'm sure the, the views from space are breathtaking, but I just... I, I don't yeah. even want to go camping. I might much less go to space. So <laughs> no, 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 no. You'd I'm, have to I'm d- fine. drink Tang and all the astronaut food. And uh, uh, but what if you were up there? And uh, you know, the rumors are the conspiracy theorists say that the astronauts see like uh, alien spacecraft all the time. They're not allowed <laughs> to talk about it. What, what about you, Roberto? Well, it's kind of crazy because uh, we're at Disneyland getting on the Millennia. Falcon ride is that's kind of like thing. going yeah, out. You feel like, yeah. yeah, you feel, yeah. You feel very like, similar. You feel like you're about to go out in outer space, right? You're like, oh man. <laughs> now <you just> like, <laughs> but but you're, but it's like, would I really want to go outer space? No, nah, I don't think now, so, man. Now, it's, Roberto, I've been on that ride before at Disneyland, the new uh, Star Everybody's Wars. Everybody's been to Star Wars Land except me. Yeah, I've been there, but. Jeez. That's but cool, Roberto, man. were you the pilot or were you the gunner? I was the pilot, man. You were the pilot? Yeah, wow, that was awesome, dude. You, that was dope, man. What was your daughter doing? What was she doing? Uh, my wife was waiting down with the daughter. And she I didn't was, go on oh, the run? No, Roberto went by himself. We <laughs> no, what I was great my, dad. I went with my brother-in-law. <laughs> okay, oh. And then my wife went after me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> when, when I went on it, this kid started screaming bloody murder and they had to stop it and take him off. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Dude, I was pissed because we had some little girl who was the pilot and she was a bad pilot and it ruined the whole I was pissed Those off. Damn I wanna, kids at Disneyland. I didn't want to wait in line again. And that was my I'll probably never be on that ride again. And this little girl sucked at flying the spacecraft. All right, next. I should ban all the kids from Disneyland. Right, what about you, Coop? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, I would absolutely do it. Uh, I mean, like you said, three months is a long time, so I would prefer a shorter stint. But Like a week, maybe, or I two mean, days. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, still, that's if that's your only option, yeah. you got to do it. That's like the like once in a, you know, I mean, not even a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. I mean, how, gets to do if that. you want to come home, you're stuck there for three months, right? How, how, many, how many astronauts, uh, and we can look this up, how many have actually been to outer space? I mean, there's not, globally, there's probably less than 200. Am I right no, on that? I think it's more. Than I, think that. I want to yeah, say it's probably like 300 or 400, but I mean- I, Really? You know, that that's, many? That's a guess. I have okay. no idea, so All I'm right. sure somebody will look If they have it. Uber space and I want to come home earlier, <laughs> that'll be cool. I'll get Uber space, man. All right. <laughs> next, it's Ask Ben your questions or now, answers. I apologize if I've asked this before because I've seen this person ask this question. I just don't know if I ever right. got to I'll it. I'll just answer it differently. Uh, Cardiac <laughs> Stanley- yeah. Wants to know, this is for everybody, uh, does anyone know CPR and have you ever used it before? All right. So when I was a, a Boy Scout or a Cub Scout, they taught <laughs> us CPR. So technically, I was taught CPR, but if you were choking on a piece of hot dog or something like that, I would be of pretty much no help. I would just, <laughs> I would grab and I, I try to remember what I, you kind of have a rough idea of CPR, but. No, I've I've forgotten that. What about you, Eddie? Well, from what I understand, you kind of don't need to know that anymore because it's just about chest compressions. You're not supposed to do the breaths anymore. That's what I've heard. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. Uh, But I think everybody could do the chest compressions, right? Probably. Well, I feel like there's, I mean, not to jump ahead, but I feel like there's a certain method to doing it so that you don't uh, injure the person, but I don't know. (laughs) Break a rib or something like that. Uh, What about you, Roberto? Uh, I was taught CPR, but I'm like you. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Do you have I, any help there? 
All right, Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. Cool uh, this is a, a, a quick one from the little troller for, for me, actually. He wants to know who the most uh, famous poker player I've played with, and has anybody recognized me at the table? I've oh, ne- I like that. Jer- Jerry Buss? No. I've, never, I've never played with any uh, uh, like poker pros, uh, but I played at a table with Kate Hudson's dad, <laughs> How did you know it was him? Is he somebody we I'm guessing know? Guessing he or? told Coop uh, that he was. Well, uh, somebody else at the table told me his uh, his name is Bill Hudson, and he he was in a uh, rock band in like the the seventies. So he. I thought her dad was Kurt Russell. No, he. Oh. It's, that's who uh, Goldie Hawn like got married to, and then Kurt Russell kind of like was Bogart stepdad. The, yeah. he, well, he was the one who raised her because ah, this okay. guy Bill was not All in the right. picture. But So Bill was a deadbeat or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too busy playing poker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And uh, yes, surprisingly enough, somebody has recognized me at the table, which is crazy because wow. nobody, wow. nobody's recognized me for years, so it was kind of weird. Well, do you put yourself in places to be recognized, Koopa Loop? Do you, uh, I, mean, yeah. I guess... I guess not. I mean, I don't know. I just, it just doesn't doesn't happen in public. Yeah, like dress like to. dress like you did in the movie. <laughs> oh, <yeah. Okay. laughs> just like a six year old. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.